Thank you for listening to Papercut Podcast, bringing you evocative interviews with local creatives every week from hometown heroes to hidden gems. Brought to you by the West End Cultural Center, the best place to see live music in Winnipeg for over 30 years. Welcome to Papercut Podcast and our Quick Cut series. My name is Jared Goche. I'm Olivia Michaelcheck, and we're here with Jody Dunlop. Please tell us about your new music stuff that just came out. And uh, yeah, we'll start with that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while yeah. since our first chat. Well, yeah. I was the first guest. I don't know if you guys remember that. Very first guest, oh, yeah. 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 You're number true one. True paper cut fans will know. Jody yeah. was the first it, guest. It's so cool to see like how far you guys have come. And I listened to all the episodes. So I've, I've heard all of them. They're all great. But oh, so thank since you. Then, I guess we'll do since then. It's been how long? Like two years or something? Yeah, uh, two years. Yeah, two, three years. Yeah, two, almost three, yeah. Yeah, so since then, we've um, done a lot of recording. We're finally starting to release new music. We had a bit of a rough time getting it all together and, like, starting to put it all out, but we finally released our first single called Angel about, I think, two and a half weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. So, yeah, just lots of creating, and now we're doing the promotional side of everything. We're done the recording, which is my favorite part, so now we're moving into the promo. But, yeah, it's been good. So what was the rough time? Can you talk about it? You said you had a rough time, like, writing and releasing and recording and all that. Yeah, I guess mostly it was, I would say, like, more challenging than rough. Like, uh, so we did our demos about two years ago, and then we were trying to figure out who to record with. And then our label rep, who we were working with on our last record, decided to leave the label. So we were kind of just, like, trying to figure out that stuff. And, um, yeah, then we got in, like, our car accident and and just tons of stuff like that. But, um like throughout all of that, we've also had so many good times. Like we have our new label rep, her name's Alicia, and she came out to LA and we got to hang out with her the whole time. She helped us film the video. And yeah, so it's just been lots of like, I think I'd say like some of the highest highs and also some of the lowest lows in our career. But we're just so happy with where everything's at now. So excited. So are uh, you finished recording then? Yeah. All done. Nice. Finally. <laughs> so you said the recording was your favorite part. Do you not like the promo aspect of it or...? Um, I just love, I love being in the studio and the idea of creating something that's permanent and going to last kind of like, um, it's kind of like painting in a way, like you actually can create something physical that's there forever. And then the promo stuff is fun, but I'm like a really shy person. So I kind of have a bit of a hard time putting myself out there in that way. Which is great that Steph's there for that. Oh, we are, we are such amazing partners in that sense. Actually, I've gotten really into the Enneagram and she's an eight, which is the challenger. And I'm a nine, which is the peacemaker. So we make a really good team that way. Mm -hmm. Do you know what uh, Corey is? (laughs) Oh, Corey and I are so similar. For some reason, I have a feeling he'd probably be a peacemaker too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Jerry. So the, let's talk about the music video. Um, and the single itself for, for a minute. Uh, you guys shot that in LA when you were out there? We did. Yeah. Um, we always had a plan to kind of, uh, create a video while we were out there, just like a handheld little fun kind of candid shoot. But that was, that was a couple of days after our car accident when we were there. So we really had to pick ourselves up for that one and kind of just, yeah, get into the mood and get into the zone and do it. Because before that we had spent like the two days just like crying and being all upset and stuff like that. So it was a really hard space to get into. But once we were in there, like looking back on it, I'm so happy we did that. And it's really something, it's kind of special now because 
after having two awful shitty days, we had like just like the best day running around and hanging out in LA. Yeah, yeah. With that context, I would have never, you know, imagined that two days earlier, all of that would have happened because you don't see that emotion in the video. Yeah, yeah. It was hard, but I'm so happy that we kind of pulled it together and and did that. Yeah. Was it a bit? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, congratulations. The song just hit over uh, 7,000 views. Yeah, just over two weeks. That's awesome. Yeah, we're so happy with the way that it's been doing and even our YouTube YouTube channel and stuff like that. Like this, uh, this release has been growing a lot quicker than our last one, which is exciting kind of for the rest of what's to come. So when you're in LA shooting, is there like cameras all over the place of like different people shooting different things? Did you like ever bump into like a different video oh. going on or something? <laughs> I, or do um, people like not even look at you like, oh, they're just oh, shooting yeah, a video like everybody does in LA? That's exactly what it was like. Like if I were to be shooting something like that in Winnipeg, I'd probably feel so self-conscious just because people don't do that here. <laughs> but there, yeah, it was happening all over the place. Like some people even stopped to take pictures of us filming just like in case we were actual famous people. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, we're, we're not. So I don't like go, move along and stuff. But it was fun. Yeah. No one, no one really like looked twice at it. Sometimes people would come in and like dance with us and stuff, which was kind of funny. But uh yeah ruined a lot of the a lot of the shots <laughs> oh no yeah i guess if they're just like oh if this makes it this could be my big break like i could be a meme yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um, so being home do you have a drum set at home no and i'm kind of like dying right now because i haven't played since festival the voyager Oof. Ooh. that's a long time i know and we had plans to go to tree fort and stuff like that and so we had actually a lot of shows that we had to cancel. So it kind of sucks that, um, yeah, I'm not even playing at all right now. And like Kyle also, I guess, doesn't have access to a drum kit either. Are you guys just like banging on everything in the house? <laughs> no. <Little tubs? laughs> we have um, like separate studio spaces and stuff, but actually ours was one of the ones in the Goodwill that got broken into. Not the Goodwill, upstairs from the Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. So oh. was your stuff taken? Mine wasn't because I keep my like my snare and my cymbals in my in my trunk. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. She oh, used but, to. But it's better to be in there than to be in the jam space that got broken into twice. So my stuff's okay. I I don't really know what else. I think that a couple things were taken, but I think everyone's in pretty okay shape considering that someone. I'm pretty sure someone like kicked in the door. Like it wasn't like a oh we left it unlocked or something. It was like full on like a targeted kind of break in. Sucks. Really? Oof. Yeah. That sounds rough. That's a lot of rough stuff for mise-en-scene. How are you guys yeah. keeping oh. positive? Uh, well, I don't know, like, the music, like, the music itself and creating the music and creating all of the content's really fun. And Steph and I, we chat on the phone for hours every day and we chat with our label rep. And so there is, like, a lot of positive stuff going on. But And then this whole COVID thing, like, during the time that we're supposed to be releasing things, we even thought to ourselves, like, is it even appropriate to release new music and stuff? But Yeah, we've heard that from a couple of our interviews, too, and saying, like, is this the right time? Is it insensitive? But... Mm-hmm. I think that now's a, a great time. I mean, yeah. people need that uplifting, but also the the fact that live shows is a lot of what money comes from, right? So releasing something and then someone listening to it on Spotify for a penny yeah, well, doesn't then- really help you financially as much as like buying a physical CD or a shirt or going to your show, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been it's been tricky. And then the other thing too, like thinking about 
everyone's kind of saying who knows how long this is going to be going on for like this is technically like might be like the new normal so I think it's about just trying to find ways of like obviously not being insensitive and it sucks self-promoting during a time like this but at the same time it's like myself as a music fan I want to listen to other people release music and I get excited about new releases and stuff like that so yeah so I think just moving forward with it is probably the best bet yeah totally well, it's Are the you perfect kind of music you want to listen to in quarantine, right? Yeah. 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 What was that uh, I was asking if you were painting a lot. Oh, painting a lot. Okay, this is another another thing is I've been wishing for a moment in time like this when I could just like hole up in like my art studio and do a lot of painting and stuff like that. But I've painted, I think, twice, mostly because it's just, I don't know, I find like going outside and getting energy from the outside world is easier to come home and start a painting than like waking up and being in my pajamas that I wore yesterday and all that kind of stuff and then I've got Kyle playing the video games and all that so <laughs> I need to I need to I need to start getting back into it but also uh, the music stuff's kind of taken over a lot so yeah well it's good that you have things to do mm-hmm. also yeah. I, I also had like a stack of books that I'm like I'm gonna finish these during quarantine and they've just like I did yeah. one day of reading and then the rest of the days of books just sat there but yeah. Yeah, I've had to put reading on my list. It's gotten that bad. Like I'm, I'm making a little list of things to keep me like sane throughout the day, and like read two chapters is on it. Just like little, yeah, little little, little mountains. Yeah, little goals to check yeah. off. Yeah, I think we're all still trying to settle into kind of making a routine. <laughs> so right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But I actually did recently acquire a sewing machine, so maybe I'll do some sewing. Nice. Is there anything in particular you wanted to sew? Like, is is there anything you got the machine for? I want to sew, like, matching outfits, like, matching top and matching bottom. And also, like, a kimono-style jacket with huge pockets. And what else did I want to make? Like, sundresses and stuff. They're going to look really crappy, so if you guys see me in my homemade clothes. <laughs> but they'll, I'll get there one day. I won't call you out on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll make sure to compliment you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so so you're going to design um, all of the outfits for me is when when all of this blows over and we can go back to playing shows. Yeah. Uh, I is mean, that the goal? <laughs> you can just dip a sundress in glue and then dip it in glitter and then it's and ready the for the stage. Yeah. No, I, don't think I'm, I don't think I'm there yet to design the uh, stage wear, but maybe maybe one day. I also got creative. I used just for mine and I dyed my eyebrows. It's another thing I've decided to try out in quarantine. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Well, I figured now is the time to try it because no one's really going to see. <laughs> yeah, now's the perfect time. Dying their hair and stuff. It's so funny. Yeah, so I've seen you... a... Sorry. No, go ahead again, Jared. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've seen a lot of trends of people shaving their heads just because they could do it now and they know right. that like, if it's going to grow in weird, like nobody's going to see them for a couple of <laughs> weeks. Yeah. I've kind of been tempted just because I want to know like what my, my head shape is. But I'm afraid because I'm losing hair that like I think if I hack it off, like... Yeah. My hair is going to be like, uh-uh, like it's done. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Like, we're gone. <laughs> we're off the hook. <laughs> yeah, so I'm keeping whatever I got right now, but, but it's I been tempting. Freckles or birthmarks or anything under there. Oh, know? I do have one, and it's visible now. Um, yeah. I just got cleaned up a little while ago, but it's uh, shaped like a little strawberry. Cute. Yeah, Aww. it is like a little little raspberry strawberry thing there. Um, my You'd have a new nickname. It's, yes. uh, it's up to you if you want that to be your new nickname. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's yeah, probably not the worst nickname I could have, yeah. Yeah. No. Cute nicknames are better than no nicknames, so I'll take that. Okay, nicknames are kind of a when someone, like, yeah, do a nickname. 
that, that, that's not like too bad of like a it's a cute but it's not like teasing cute like it's there it, it's it's what it is um i i do have one question actually about uh the single when you were talking earlier um that it was outperforming some of your other releases how much momentum does that single carry like if the single performs really well going into an album release does that add more fuel to the fire that you know the first song was well received like is that important that that first one hits the audience right i think it's such a like every band does it differently and i think it's such a personal thing to kind of decide the way that you want to release and try to figure out what the best way to do that for your specific project is but for us um for us like we haven't like people haven't heard anything from mise on scene since 2017. so for us we just wanted to put something out that was like true to our sound it wouldn't be completely unexpected from us but we also want it to be kind of fun and light and so um obviously for steph and i it was important that it kind of did well and people liked it because we've been working so hard on all of this stuff and it would suck if like you put something out and like you love it and no one else does but um yeah i think being strategic with that first single especially when it's your first thing back after years of not releasing anything is important um and we did talk a lot with like our project manager at the label and stuff like that to kind of pick and choose how we wanted to do it. And this one actually, it was kind of cool because it was more DIY with the video and stuff. So yeah, I mean, it, I feel like it's important. Some people just like put stuff out the way that they want to. And for us, we're trying to be a bit more strategic since we haven't really been releasing for the past few years. That's fair. And so you're talking about true to your sound. Obviously Steph's voice is like pretty, signature like you can tell that it's her right away but what mm -hmm. part of the mise-en-scene sound that's yours is like a signature mise-en-scene sound like when you hear this or like what are like some things that you try to fit into songs or what are things that people could listen for in the drums and be like yep that's mise-en-scene i think for us we're always going to be a guitar band so if we released something that was like all synths and we didn't have a synth player in the band it'd be kind of like what the heck's this so I'd say our signature sound is probably Steph's like super rhythmic, but also really kind of like messy sounding guitar and mixed with like my drums, which are, I, I tend to play like a lot of toms and stuff like that. Yeah, that's I, exactly what I would have. Yeah. yeah like, and also, uh, really tom heavy and I really love it. Like when you hear, -dum -dum -dum, yeah, it's like that's me's on scene. Yeah, that comes from years without a bass player. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, that's cool. So then yeah. how did you get a bass player into that mix um i don't i don't really know i just know that when when corey came in he him and i just play really well together like he's he, yeah he's just so solid so bringing corey in to play with us was pretty effortless um we play with adrian from moontown he's a pro too so i think it's easier to bring a bass player in once the drum parts are already kind of there because then they won't overplay they kind of just match your energy Mm -hmm. Yeah, and in the, the studio, pocket, I think they call it. the pocket. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we actually brought in her name's Anna Reddick, and she plays with um, Dallas Green and stuff like that. So she came in, and she just—it was our first time we'd never played live with her or anything. She just kind of came in and played on the recording. So she's on Angel, and she has a really interesting bass style, which kind of complemented how Steph and I play. So Corey isn't didn't write the wrote the what did he write? Well, this, this time around, it was just Steph and I from, uh, from 
yeah, the beginning process to up until the recording. And Corey will still play live with us and stuff. We love, we absolutely love playing with him. But it was just kind of one of those things where after everything that we had been through and after everything that kind of happened in the last cycle, we just kind of wanted to go back to our roots and go back to the OG kind of duo thing. And um, yeah, have Corey play with us when he can and when he wants to. And, and yeah, it's been working out great for us. Sounds nice. great. Yeah. Yeah. And your festival performance was really awesome having Paige on stage. Oh, How mm-hmm. cool is that to have more women on stage? Oh, like, my God. Yeah, Paige is amazing. And um, that's, that's another goal of ours is we want to start, like, hiring more women and including more women in our recording process and all of that just because I feel like um, it seems like a lot of the time, like, even female-fronted bands, they all have – dudes as their band but then you look at someone like Harry Styles and half of his band is women and I just I saw that and I was like wow that is so cool to kind of be a hired player and be a woman in like a huge artist band I just think it's cool do you notice that like do you take a look at bands and notice I find that anytime I see a band on stage I'm like sometimes like I'll be with Brendan or whatever be like oh my gosh like Lizzo has an entirely like black female band and he's like oh I didn't even notice I'm like yeah. what do you mean you didn't notice like this is huge it's like, oh, yeah like they're just musicians I didn't notice but it's like when you're mm-hmm. the person who wants to and needs to see those things yeah well I really that really kind of hit me when um I volunteer at the girls rock music camp every year and so part of part of my lessons are I always like to try to like find as many bands with female drummers or just female players in it so that when I show them the video I can kind of be like not that you can't have male role models, but it's almost like, you know, they get just so much more inspired kind of seeing, seeing a woman in a role that like isn't, it's just, you don't see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's difficult to find actually. So that's why when you can, like for instance, Harry Styles, so cool that he does this. You guys should go watch his performance on Howard Stern after, but um, it's just so cool. He's got a female drummer, a female keyboarder, I think guitar player as well. It's half woman, half men. Yeah. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, we are running out of time, but I've got one more question. Liv, do you have another question? Nope. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. So you've dropped the first single. We've talked a little bit about promoting. You guys are, have recorded everything. Do you have plans to release the next single? Are you far down the tube when it comes to dropping the album? Or uh, what kind of plans can you tell us right now? Well, the thing is, everything's kind of on hold, right? And like all right. of our plans kind of gone down the tube so I think we're kind of just playing it by ear right now but do you have any more videos that'll be dropping we're working on some fun stuff and we're getting creative given the situation like we had plans to go to Vancouver and do videos and all that but that's all gone now so we got really creative with some of the ones that are coming out so it'll be is this Angel the first video that you were in that wasn't like a cameo position yeah yeah most of the other ones were like cameos eh yeah, and I think that's another thing that we wanted to do differently with this record is kind of just introduce the band more and be more a part of our visuals. So, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love that video. Yeah, it's fantastic. It made me all emotional. And then when you just said that it was like right after the accident, I was just like, don't cry, don't cry. Like, it was just like so amazing and so much fun. And like how much you guys love each other is so cool. And it's great to see that in a video. Yeah. Because on stage, you guys are not together the only time you really see the two of you together is in pictures so seeing you guys like be together like really that that is part of what you're saying is that like 
the vision of the band. Like you actually get to see it finally yeah. because you're always so separate or stagnant, you know? <laughs> mm, exactly. Yeah. Good point, actually. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jody. Yeah. For thanks coming so much, on, Jody. Uh, our quick cuts uh, with us. And thank, thank you, you for, for cutting, cutting deep, deep with, with us, us on, on Paper Cut, Cut Podcast. Podcast. Thanks. thanks. This is harder over video.